0: The Ride to Orbis podcast's main driving force is its community. If you would like to learn how to support the show, you can visit patreon.com slash forward ride to Orbis. Yeah. I knew about anime before high school. I think I knew about anime when I was like 12. I
1: mean, I knew about anime before high school. I just, I didn't realize how good it was. I always had this wrong notation about it, like... Oh, it's convoluted, it's complicated, and everyone makes, like, stupid conversations that last 30 minutes. Really? You didn't grow up
0: with Dragon Ball Z? That's our generation. I
1: did, did, but here's the thing. Dragon Ball and Pokemon transcend anime. Like, you could tell somebody, hey, do you like anime? They'll say no, but then you'll be like, did you watch Dragon Ball or Pokemon? They're like, yeah. "Yeah."
0: That's true, because my mom knew who Goku and Pikachu were, and she definitely isn't an anime person. Welcome back everybody, right to Orbis, episode 14, my name is Max Pleister, I am joined by not Pringle the one, womp womp, he's not here, by, by Pringle the two, aka Broken Wing. Maybe I'm a lion.
1: By the way guys, as you can see, she's back.
0: She is, the queen has graced our presence. I guess I mean, we've we graced said- her presence?
1: Uh um, no, she's Grace, Ark present She's Grace, uh, presence, uh, As yeah. you Yeah, as you know, she said she was going to like, she was like, oh, hey, do you need a sugar mama? I'll be your sugar mama. And I'm like, you know, what? When did she
0: say this? Hold on. I'm off she Twitter. This, like, I need information. <laughs> <laughs> she said this like two, three weeks ago, a month ago.
1: I don't know. I saw a, I didn't watch the video, but I looked. I was browsing through YouTube and I saw button checks and it said, Pokimane wants to be your sugar mama. And I was like, this is just...
0: Man, the Simp Army. Not gonna
1: watch that video, though.
0: Yeah. Simp Army must have jumped on that, huh? Uh -huh. Good for her. She knows how to market herself, that's for sure. The queen of the the FGC.
1: Yeah, she is now. It's funny. She went from, I have no idea what fighting games are, to let's bring back Marvel, and also, I'm the queen of FGC.
0: Yeah. You know... (laughs) Being the queen of the FGC, how hard of a title is that to earn, really? Like, what are the criteria? Be a girl.
1: (laughs) Know what a fighting game is.
0: (laughs) Know what a fighting game is. Show your feet occasionally.
1: You don't don't even need to know what a fighting game is. The saddest part is just either, like, draw fighting game characters or dress up as a fighting game character. True. You're golden. You don't even have to play fighting games.
0: That's true. Yeah, especially, what if you do both? What if you both do art? and cosplay, you're the ultimate queen.
1: True, yeah. true, and actually the the real ultimate queen is one who does the forbidden third one, which is actually plays the fighting game.
0: I don't think, I don't think the fighting game weebs care about that. Now, if you have uh, another layer in which you either stream saying you're playing fighting is, but not really, you're just interacting with chat. Cause you know, you gotta give the simps what they want, or if obviously I think the, the mega you'll never be dethroned as the queen of fighting games It's if you do fighting games only fans, you know? That would be it. Or sexy Twitter. One of one or the other. Dang, I didn't think of that. I'm telling you. You, you beat me to it. You beat me to it.
1: <laughs> oh well although my favorite is the uh the, the female streamer meta where it's like you remember how I had a blue archive in the top right, where it's like you can only—you barely see it, but it's just there. Mm-hmm. That's the game. Oh, the that's right. Stream is her.
0: It's just the just chatting meta, where like yeah, I'm technically playing the game, but the big Actually, screen. Is just you're here to
1: see me, not the game.
0: I know. She's like with a cut off tank top, and the angle of the camera is very.
1: Uh, Under her voluptuous yeah, breast, yeah, yeah. conveniently hey, look, placed. Make, your, make make that money, okay? Hey, you make your money. That dough. I'm not hating exactly. Me. Yeah, I'm not hating at all. If I if I had tits, I'd make that money.
0: Yeah, why not? I mean, listen, we had this conversation, and we're just gonna go right into it. All right, uh, we had this conversation in Discord where I was we were talking about that stuff, and like only fangirls girls and girls who do sex work and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not hating. Like, make your money, girl. Like, hey, if you want to be independent, you be an entrepreneur, and that's your avenue to do so, good on you. I'm not hating on you. That's, you know, it's a business. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, if you want to do sex work and do OnlyFans, there's, you should know that there's going to be, hopefully, there's going to be only a certain type of man that's going to want to interact with you. And they probably want a certain thing that if you want to be taken seriously, you can't be like... You can't put that stuff on the internet as like, oh, I want to be respected. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. If I can pay $5 to see you naked, why, why would I go the traditional route of really trying to court you and like, take you out and all this stuff is like, no, I'll just, I'll pay the five bucks. <laughs> it's cheaper than going out. <laughs> you know, well, you know how much a movie ticket is now? It's more than five bucks.
2: I'm just saying. True, true.
0: Anyway, I will,
1: I will ahead. say this though like while yes that is true i i don't know i'll I'll be that guy that like because i i've noticed all these sex workers on twitter or i don't actually follow them i just see like people that i follow that follow them that like post it and be like yo who's gonna be the one to do it i'm like look i mean if she looks in my general direction and she's like hey i'm looking because they all ask hey da- you should date uh normalized dating sex workers i'm like look i'll date a sex worker i get to roll in only fans money all day
0: doing nothing
1: i'll quit my job and just stream full time
0: you'd be the camera all i gotta do yeah huh? you, you can, can, you can help her out yeah be, be the cameraman
1: exactly it's just easy easy dough. what do you mean you mean oh you're dating a sex worker okay and my paycheck is great would you oh, here's a real
0: question the real question would you wife a sex worker
1: yeah, I'd wife a sex worker.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, then yeah, you're you're one of the new age crops. You know, you have no no qualms against that stuff. I'm I'm boomer. I'm old school. I'm like no, like I, I can't. The, the reason the reason I'd wife a sex worker is because once I'm the
1: husband, I'm the one that she looks to for like, oh hey, I gotta I gotta film a video a porno. Okay, sure. Fuck it. I'll 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 be your your dick. Okay. You don't have to put me on the video. You can put my penis on what, there and then what, we'll call it a day.
0: What if she starts getting a little too risque and she's like, actually, I want to bring in a third party. What do you say to that, huh? Supportive sex worker husband? <laughs> what, okay, the, how the table's big is this
1: pay? How, how big is this pay cut going to oh be? Oh my God, you're going <laughs> to
0: whore your wife. How dare you, bro?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. How big is this pay cut going to be? Because if this pay cut's huge, then I will... I will. uh, I don't know. It depends on who the third is, because like a lot of sex workers I have found out they have their friends with other sex workers and they'll want to do videos with their girlfriends all the time. So if the mysterious third is a female, I'll uh, I'll be like, you know what? Uh, Sure, you guys can use the bed. I'll uh, you guys can make your lesbian porno video and I'll uh what if it's a, what, the,
0: what if it's a male? I'll have the weapon. camera
1: already going. If it's a man, oh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk. I'm sorry. We're <laughs> gonna talk. I don't know how big this fake cut's gonna be, but we're gonna have to talk.
0: Brutal. I'm sure that's I'm sure they deal with that stuff. Cause eventually, you know, the audience wants more. Like they always want more. So if you show your feet for a year, eventually they're gonna want to see something else. So that's well, why you have to ramp it up.
1: You don't always have to ramp it up. You if you have a niche and you keep the niche going then your niche is you're fulfilling your niche. Like for example, um uh, if you're a cosplay like if you if you uh if you role play while you have sex. As long as you keep role playing, you're fulfilling your niche. People like that. I mean like who doesn't yeah. like watching some random girl who's dressed up like their waifu getting banged?
0: That's true, but I think there's an expiration date because eventually you just you, you probably run out of ideas and characters, so you have to, like, okay, what do People I do I now?
1: Choose. Well, then that's when you start dipping into the fighting game fund.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Fighting games have so many waifus, it'd be impossible.
0: There are a lot of waifus out there. I guess it would, be, it would be a pretty deep well. I mean, until you ran dry, you'd be... You know
1: what's funny? You see this art right here behind me? That mm-hmm. is a uh, that is basically the Crunchyroll mas- mascot or not the Crunchyroll mascot that's Pokimane, the
0: Pokémon uh... No <laughs> For the listeners at home the the poster the Pokémon poster the broken hat on his wall when he pointed at the poster she fell down this is an omen it's a sign <laughs> <laughs> do not talk about only girls especially in, in front of our say,
1: queen Yeah I was going to say uh the the uh she's not a she's a uh she's the anime loot box uh mascot I think I could find a anime loot box mascot porn
0: you said like that's they, crunchyroll
1: not crunchyroll it's loot box loot box Back okay. when they had the
0: cuz the crunchyroll girl pretty, has orange hair right yeah she has orange hair yeah.
1: i was like i'm pretty sure i could find a video with
0: her as it like they'll they'll dig to the, do the the th- 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 oh, th- oh you can find videos of anything nowadays you can find exactly. videos of things you don't want to see.
1: <laughs> it's exactly. All out there. It's all out. Speaking out there. of uh, things that like that are kind of weird, uh, backed on fighting games, did mm-hmm. you hear about how Steve is now a nuisance?
0: The Minecraft Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's going on Do with him again? I thought he was always a nuisance.
1: No, now it's gotten to the point where if they don't ban him, they have to ban him. Hmm. Because apparently, there was some new tech, I think it was yesterday or the day before, that was found where Minecraft Steve can negate or ignore hit, st- uh, hit stun. R.I.P. So basically, he'll just be like, Oh, you hit me funny while you're hitting me. Here's my combo. And it's a true combo. Good. And they're like, We got to ban this character, or we got to ban the hit stun, like negate. And they're like, well, you can't ban a technique, you know.
0: Nintendo won't because at do some, anything.
1: At some point, someone's going to do that technique. And what are you going to do? You're going to say, hey, you. we said you can't do this technique, so you did it, so therefore... Like, you can't... You can't police a, a technique in a game.
0: Yeah, you can. Remember, you they can. did that with Melty Blood, with the infinite. You can only do two loops.
1: Well, yeah, but that's a loop. You can visually see the loop, you mm-hmm. know, but like... Can you visually tell that, hey, someone was doing a combo, I negated the combo, and, like, I did my own thing? Like, that's so hard to, like, police, especially during, like, a tournament? No.
0: You think they'll patch it? No. Oh,
1: and Nintendo, they don't care. I don't care?
0: They don't care, broken about anything. Hey, we started a podcast as they on released, Hot.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Go ahead. What, what, what are you gonna I was going to
1: say, as soon as, as soon as they released Sora, they are like, good game. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.
0: Is Kazuya still How strong? Is yeah, is still strong. Still strong. Yeah. Good. Some tech. People
1: who people who use Hitbox are destroying kids on uh, Good. with that character. Good. I was like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Show them. Uh, Like I said, we started this podcast off strong. I guess let's get the elephant on the room. Uh, it's been, what, two? At least two months. Close to three. But at least two months of us not recording. This is episode 14 of Right the Orbis previously yep. a gaming podcast but no more it's no longer it doesn't have the colon and the gaming podcast onto it uh there's gonna be changes fellas obviously we took two months off fellas and ladies ladies and fellas you know i looked at my analytics it said uh 0.03 female listeners i don't know what that. look means. up my
1: i'm gonna look up my analytics to see like how many female viewers i have that that one female that came on my Magic: Gathering stream just spiked it spiked it up to one array. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ours is ninety nine
0: point seven male, zero point three female. female. I, I don't know that that's even a whole woman. <laughs> that's like that's like a, an arm and a boob. <laughs> that's all that is. So, yeah. But anyway, there are, are going to be changes. We're always changing. We're evolving here in Riot the Orbis. No Pringle, by the way, we were supposed that to try day. to make this happen. I think we've been working that on day. trying to make a podcast happen for the last couple of weeks, uh, yep. but we wanted all of us. And I promised people on Patreon, I was like, I will put a podcast in February. I told the, I told the people, I was like, we will be back in February, but we're trying to make it work. And every week we're like, oh, either you could make it, I can make it or Pringle couldn't make it. So we decided, well, this is the last opportunity for us to really make a podcast this month. So we had to let it ride. So here we are. And I guess, uh, so we're not using show notes. So this is the first ever either FGC Hollywood or, or at the Orbis podcast where we're not using show notes. We're
1: off the cuff. We're just off the cuff, guys. Yep. Anything that we think about, we're just going to talk about it.
0: We're shooting from the hip on episode 14. and But I put, I put out, I talked to you guys and I put out a thing on Patreon as well as Discord about what I want to do. With the podcast. I guess let's let's address the bigger elephant in the room. Why were we off for so long? So I was going through some stuff personal life that I couldn't I couldn't really put time. I don't remember if I already quit my job before we went on a hiatus or not, but uh, I had some stuff going on in my personal life that I couldn't set some time to record. And you know, it just so happened that it took two and a half months. And you know, life happens. So here we are, we're back. And during that time, while we were off, I was, I remember I was working on some show notes for an episode that we were supposed to do. And during that time, I was like, man, I'm not enjoying this process at all. Like this is not fun to me doing the show notes for specific gaming type news. And even though I like games, they don't, now that I'm, I'm turning almost 30, I'm going to be 30 in eight months. I'm already practicing. Like I'm already saying I'm 30, just so I'm not mm-hmm. completely depressed when it happens, <laughs> when I hit my midlife crisis, and it's over. It's over from then. It's done, uh, uh, dude.
1: I'm I'm gonna be 28 this year, and I'm I'm just like, it's
0: done. It's over,
1: <laughs> I, dude. This year is the 10 year anniversary of my high school. I gotta uh, attend that. Brutal.
0: I didn't go to mine.
1: I hate those guys. Fuck. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to go to that. that. I'm going to go there, and they're going to be like, Hey, Tamir, what did you do with your, t- in your 10 years of being out of high school? Nothing. Hey,
0: they at least the pandemic is over for you. Mine happened during the pandemic, sort of. Like a uh, year after the pandemic, so. At least you'll be able to go. Do you have good friends there?
1: A few, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But... I just don't want to go o- over there and everyone's going to have, be like married and have kids. And I'm going to be like, they're going to be know. like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm single living in an apartment alone.
0: Maybe you'll find, you know, the chubby chicken high school who turned her life around and maybe you can pick her up at the reunion. How about that?
1: God be like, Hey now it.
0: I got two unused condoms in my room. <laughs> 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 Never. opened." Oh man. <laughs> the moment is finally here. So for, People, uh, before we started the podcast, Broken shows me these two ramen packets and I was like, what are those? And he's like, oh, they're condoms. I never used them.
1: (laughs) I said the worst purchase of my life.
0: Yeah. Well, they're still good. So make the most out of them. At least you're being responsible. You're being, you're protecting. You're not ready for kids.
1: It's good. I'm not at all. I don't, I don't make enough money for
0: kids. No, I'll be honest with you. Now I'm getting older the idea is becoming more fond to me. Like I'm actually like, I would be, if I got a, if I knocked up a chick tomorrow, I think I would be more fond of having a kid as opposed to not having a kid. But if you asked me when I was your age, when I was 20, I'd be like, Oh, no way. Mostly because I would think, I would think having a kid would be cool. I wouldn't even really care about the girl I knocked up. I'd be like, well, whatever. You're the mom. But like, I just think having a kid would be cool. Yeah. Or raising a kid.
1: I mean, I want to be a dad, but like, I don't want to be dad now because my, my, uh, financial and like my financial situation wouldn't be dad worthy. Like I know the government pays people if you have a kid up to like three kids, but even then I don't want, I don't want any child to be living in a apartment like this. No.
0: Yeah. My buddy told me when he turned to a dad, something switched within him that he didn't know he had where this new sense of responsibility and accountability came over and I was like, it doesn't matter what I have to go through. I have to provide for the kid. And I can kind of see where he's coming from because it's it's definitely an important thing. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. We'll talk about kids eventually.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We got to use them condoms first. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. There it is. Took two months off and couldn't get a podcast going, but I put out this thing. I was like, man, I'm not enjoying the process of doing the show notes and we're talking about things that are somewhat cyclical in the fact that, like, every... It seems like every week we're talking about, oh, Nintendo shut off, uh, shut down another tournament for Smash Kids, and we can't do that. And, you know, there's some game announcement and stuff like that. But, you know, I was thinking, I want to expand the podcast in the fact that, kind of like what we're doing today, is we're talking about a wide variety of things. I mean, for Christ's sake, we started a podcast talking about OnlyFangirls. Now, that's not going to be every week. But I brought up the idea to both you and Pringle of what I want to do. And the short story is I want to expand the podcast, but still have use for show notes, but talk instead of talking about daily and weekly news and topics that are current, I want to talk about things that are, can be looked at as timeless, which that's what I wanted to do with content since the start. When I started my own YouTube channel, I wanted people to be able to listen or watch my content today, tomorrow, or five years from now and still get roughly the same thing out of it versus, you know, what we were, have been doing is just covering things that are happening in the moment. So if you watch it a year from now, it doesn't really hit the same, you know what I'm saying? So true. I brought up the idea. I was like, how about we just try to like focus on one thing per week, and try to make that thing something we care about. So it could be anything. Obviously, gaming's not going anywhere because it's a big part of your life, big part of Pringle's life. You both are nerds. <laughs> I still yeah. like games. I like games. Don't worry. I mean, I'm still a part of that. Um, but I want to expand it and really have like discussions. So I still want to do show notes. I still want to research the topics. So, for example, I know Pringle is in love with Dragon Quest as a franchise. So I was like, you know what? How about we actually take a week to research Dragon Quest, have Pringle give his input and really talk about it, like talk about everything Dragon Quest, and dedicate an episode to Dragon Quest. And then next week, let's say you want to do whatever, Guilty Gear or I don't know, Life in Texas, whatever you want to do, and we'll put some show notes together and we'll talk about it and dedicate an episode to that. So whoever stumbles upon that episode in three years from now, they'll be like, oh, that's that was a cool listen, and I didn't lose anything by listening to it from instead of when it was recorded, to three years in the future. That's what I'm looking for. Of course. So yeah, that's what I've been wanting to do. And so the, the format of Ride to Orbis is changing, but the concept is still the same. What was Ride to Orbis in the beginning? It was basically a ride where you take a maple story, you go onto the ship, it's a bunch of strangers, people just talking, wasting time until you get to your destination. I still want to do that, but maybe not... Have it be exclusive to gaming. I wanna open it up, open up the floodgates. We're talking about everything. Only fans? What else is there? (laughs) Sports? Oh, I'm talking about sports. So, what I was gonna do is, I want us to have a voice in what topics we choose, but I also wanna open up to the listeners of them having to bring up topics and, you know, we'll compile enough of them. And you and I, Pringle, will sit down and be like, what do you wanna do out of these fan topics? Or we'll put it out to a vote and out of those fan topics, we'll be like, okay, what's the most interesting ones for you guys? And then we'll do a research on it. And you know what I was thinking also mm. is for the weeks in which things don't work out. Like for example, if we have a show scheduled for me, you and Pringle and you can't make it or Pringle can't make it or whatever, we can just do a podcast of just talking about what's going on with us. Like, what are we doing? Like stuff like exactly. that. What, like exactly. Like what we're doing today. So yeah. What do you think right. about that?
1: I like it. I mean, I was going to say like today, I got a new bank account, so I'm pretty happy. I have a place to put my money. So once I get paid, I actually have a place for it.
0: Why'd you switch? Or did you have one before?
1: Uh, I I switched because uh, of fraud. Oh, I got caught in a fraud situation. So I called the FTC about it. So they were like, okay.
0: Somebody stole your identity or just your bank account?
1: They stole my identity so yeah, i called dude. the ftc yeah i called the ftc and i got i'm getting it taken care of so basically i'm not going to get punished by like all my bills but you know it, it
0: still sucks do you know how it happened do you know like the source of possibly where it could have happened
1: i went from having like a hundred dollars in my account to not having an account and having zero dollars so we're yeah the struggle boss is real but you know i mean i have food in my fridge. I got fifty dollars worth of gas in my tank, which is a full tank of gas. You know, did you check? Third,
0: did you check your social? Uh, uh, what do they call that? Credit credit score to make sure they didn't apply yeah. for anything.
1: Yeah, it did. But I mean, I already. I'm basically tomorrow, or no, not tomorrow. After work on Monday, I'm gonna have to go call Equinox, Equifax, and tell Equifax to tell the other two that hey, I got. I got hacked. Damn, dude, that sucks. Oh, well. Life's a bitch, and uh, I mean, I I don't really care. It was $100 that was going to be gone anyways. It wasn't really going to help me.
0: I mean, so somebody stealing your identity is way more than just what you have in your bank account because, you know, now they can apply for credit cards in your name and dad dings your credit report, even if they don't get them, and they can apply for loans and it's just bad. It's just, And then they can sell the... It's just a whole mess. It's a, it's a big mess. And then trying to recover all that is like you're saying, it's a big hoopla of having to make phone calls and making sure everybody knows. And by the time you get all that stuff off your record, it's very time consuming. So it could really take you back. That sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you.
1: Yeah, it, it was bound to happen to somebody eventually. I mean, I'm not going to cry spilt milk over it. Like I have a job. That's gonna pay well. So I have a source of income. I did do my uh what is it? I did my I got a new bank account, even though so even though it's like, oh hey, there is no what's the word I'm looking for? You you lose one account, I got another one. Like penalty? Know? Yeah. And this one is great because this one, they're off they gave me like $20 or I think $18 or $15, uh, for ATM charges for a month. So like if I ever go do an ATM, I don't, $15, you know how like ATMs will charge you to pull money out
0: from like non network type of ATMs.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they gave me $15 uh, per month. If I make 12 purchases a month, I get money back. Um, let's see here if i have at least one which i'll have two uh, direct deposit uh paychecks hmm. sent straight to my bank account instead of having to go and say here's my check from the week since i have two of those a week i mean a month i'll get another bonus so i don't have to worry about maintenance fees great cuz i remember when i was trying to look for a bank they were like oh you need to have $500 in your bank account otherwise you're going to get hit by bank uh maintenance fees i was like there's no way to stop that they're like nope
0: get a different bank
1: yeah and so i went to like several banks and all of them had maintenance fees that's why i went to a credit union and then as soon as i went to a credit union they're like hey here's what they're like this is going to be a free account Mm -hmm. um here's your benefits are you going to have direct deposits anytime soon i was like yeah i'll have direct deposits they're like Okay, quick cool no fee uh no fees or penalties because you have direct deposits. Um, and, oh, here's benefits, and I was just like, "And this is all free?" They're like, "Yep." Why would I ever get a bank?
0: Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I have a bank only because they had a promotion of whatever. If you have, if you put in so much money, uh, I think it was like if you put in like two grand within three months, they'll give you a grand. So I just like, "Yeah, sweet." I mean, it's free money. So I remember doing that and I've kept that bank since. but I have some advice for you that I've learned over the years. I don't know if you're already doing this, but I guess this is good for the listeners as well. So I'm not, I don't like swiping my debit card, which is the card that you get from the bank that pulls money straight from your checking account to whatever you're spending, right? So like, let's say you're going to Target and you swipe $13 worth of stuff. It takes it directly from the sum that you have in your checking account. I don't like doing that because one, that's your money. That's directly linked to how much money you have. So I don't, I'm I'm not a big believer in swiping debit cards because it's a lot easier to access your funds that way. So I don't even have a debit card. I exclusively use credit cards for everything. And then I pay everything off at the end of the month. So what I would suggest for you is to get a credit card or two or and then just be responsible with them because people are so scared with credit cards with the fact that like, oh my God, there's all these fees and there's interest and all that is like, no, there isn't. If you pay everything at the end of the month, it's fine. And plus you still get the same perks that you would get with a debit card as you would get cash back or you get any sort of bonuses depending on what promotions they have. So I would highly recommend getting a credit card because one, it helps your credit score two, if you're responsible, it's actually a really good move. And three, that's not your money. So guess what? You go, to, you go to Target, you swipe your credit card, it gets compromised, you'd be like, hey, Discover, the thing got compromised, fix it. Like, that's not even my money. I'm, I owe you $13 worth of stuff and somebody just hacked the credit card for 600, that wasn't me, good luck, go fix it. But if mm-hmm. that's your money and your bank account, you're like, oh no, I'm out 600 bucks. So for anybody's listening, I'm a big supporter of credit cards. If, same with alcohol, as long as you do it responsibly, just but don't use it for like oh my god i want a ps5 (laughs) it's like no can you afford the ps5 can you pay it off at the end of the month no then don't buy it but if you need to get gas especially pumps because you know if you'll find yourself in situations where people will if they can they will they'll they'll try to like con you or steal information from you so that's why i like credit cards because that's not my money that's somebody else's money that i'm borrowing and i'll pay you back at the end of the month but I, I don't like putting my, my credit card out there. And yeah, I, I wouldn't even own a checkbook if my landlord wasn't super old school and required checks. I'd do everything online through a credit card and then pay it off at the end of the month. Just a tip. How I would go about things. The only bummer is that you, can't, you don't usually have cash. So that's one thing, I guess, if you really want cash on you, you would need a debit card so you can either go to go to somewhere that has cash back, or you go to an ATM. But you can always go to your bank and be like, hey, I want I want this amount without using a, a debit card. And they'll give it to you because you have your ID with you, you have everything that confirms it. That's who you are. So just uh, as, as, a, as a boomer, somebody who has learned a little bit from mistakes, I'm trying to pass over the knowledge.
1: I might actually get a credit card then and start uh, doing that then. Yeah. And just like, but... I- <laughs> The thing is, is that like, I fear like my biggest fear. This is my biggest fear for a reason is that because I don't make a lot of money and I always barely have any money is I fear like I'm going to go overboard on the credit card and then I'm going to, it's time to pay that credit card at the end of the
0: month. And I'm be like, Ooh, well, you can always pay Let's So obviously, yeah, if you get into a pinch and you need to use it, then you can pay the minimum payment, but then they'll charge interest on whatever you you compiled that month. So if, you know, if you have a $300 credit card bill and then at the end of the month, they are like, well, your minimum payment's 25 and you pay 25, then they'll charge interest on the 275 that's left. So that's one thing you don't want to do now with 300 bucks. The interest is not that bad usually, but mm-hmm. if you have a $3,000 credit card bill and now they're charging interest on, you know, if you paid 25 and you have 29 75 left, and they're charging interest on that that's really bad because now you can't get caught up from just, you're only paying the interest. So again, you have to be responsible. I'm personally, I'm really scared about swiping my debit card anywhere because that's my money, right? So if I have money in my checking account and I put my, my debit card out there, now they have free access to my debit card if they want to steal my information. But like I said, with a credit card, that's not my money. That's discovers money. That's capital one's money. Like that's not mine. That's yours. And so good luck finding whoever stole your money <laughs> and then mm-hmm. call me back whenever you find the culprit. Cause I'm not paying that 600 bucks that that dude just swiped on. So that's, that's the only thing that I'm wary about. And I've had it happen where my debit card got compromised and I was in a similar situation. I was a broke college kid. I had $23 in my bank account and my debit card got compromised and they, um, uh, they, I don't think they cleaned my account, but they bought, they swiped something. And then immediately when they swiped something, I just happened to look at my statement and I was like, wait a second, where, where did this purchase come from? I didn't go there. So I called my bank immediately. I was like, oh man, ever since then, after I was like twenty, twenty two, I stopped using debit cards. I was like, no, thanks. It's not, not worth it.
2: Can't do it. Can't do it.
0: Gotta listen to Coach Singletary. Don't do it. Don't do it again. That's advice for the zoomers listening to this, which listen, we're going to, there's going to be a culture change right at the Orbis. I'm telling you we're going to have a lot of people leave and Mm -hmm. we might gain some new people, but it is what it is. I know I've, I've noticed that too in discord where people have been leaving, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're changing things a little bit. And I, I think I stopped being as, as wary with how I was conducting myself. Not that I was disrespecting anybody, but I think I was silencing how I really feel about certain things, which by the way, TMP, the Max Boys podcast is coming back and it's coming back in a different tone. I'm about to get some Ooh. stuff off my chest. I'm just telling you, like, it's about to get real. <laughs> it's about to get real. But I want to do, I want to do a bunch of those episodes of uh, just me talking about random things, but for Ride the Orbis, guess what, buddy? The fighting game community is getting, is getting a, a right the Orbis episode and we're diving deep and we're talking about what I really feel about the fighting game community because I think I've been kind of tiptoeing. I've been tiptoeing the line and since fighting games are the roots of this whole thing, we're talking about it and it's going to be fun. I'm just saying our new catchphrase is really, it's, we're going to have fun. <laughs> That's what we're going to do here. We're going to have fun. I can't wait for Pringle to come back because he'll have fun too.
1: Well, I think uh, another thing that we should talk about, honestly, is since uh, we're just talking about like our, our day-to-day life. Uh, I got a new job. What about you?
0: Congrats. Uh, I have interviewed. So I quit my job because I hated my life. And then I took some time off and I fell into a weird place where I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I wanted to go back to work, but I couldn't find the right job and I didn't want any old job. Uh, I recently interviewed at a place where these two guys, they're like a little startup company and they seem like just straight shooters. I really like their attitude. You know, some people you just know, you can tell by their demeanors, like I could work for that guy. Cause he would be, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you get mutual respect, that's all I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, you know, obviously if you know way more than me, that's cool. But I'm at that point where, you know, now that I'm almost 30, I just want respect, like just mutually respect. Like I'm cool having a boss, but Just don't, don't take advantage. And, uh, this, this place, especially it being so small and being so specific with the line of work that they do, I think that would be a good, a good match. So I interviewed on Thursday. I thought uh, personally, and I'm not one to brag because I, I usually never nail interviews. I I usually either fumble a little bit, or if I get nervous or if I don't say the right thing, and then I, I mean, my is like, shit, I should have said that, that moment. I was like, but (laughs) But the interview that I had with these two guys, I thought, I, I thought that was a home run. I thought I nailed that interview. I thought I did really well, and they seemed to be, they seemed to have been, you know, warm to the idea. So, so they give me a call, and I was like, sweet. So we'll see what happens. I'll update. Indeed. I'm optimistic.
1: Which is the best thing you can be, you know, is optimistic about like where your aspects are. I will say this. And this is not to like to brag or anything, but like every time I go to an interview, I don't know why. Even if I fumble, they're like, "You are a great interviewee," or something like that. Really? I just I feel I can like see that from you. I can see it, and, and I feel like it's not me personally, like my skill set or anything. It's just that I just am good with talking with people. That they're like, "Oh, he's great at he was a great interviewee." Like, I guess it's mostly that because I I fumbled a few uh, interviews, and like every time afterward, they're like. Hey, you're a great interview. I'm so glad to have you on board. I'm like, I fumbled the hell out of this. Mm. How the hell, if you're glad that I'm going to be on board, who you, who do you have that you don't want on this?
0: You know, I once stepped into an office that I had an interview for, and it was a job that I kind of wanted, but I also was like, oh, whatever, if if they offered to me, I'll take it. But I wasn't like in love with the job <clears throat> from what I read and the job description and all that. And I knew I wasn't getting the job immediately when I walked into the dude's office. First of all, I didn't come in with like a suit and tie. I came in with whatever, like a dress shirt and jeans. And I didn't know that it was like that type of atmosphere. I was like, Oh, I mean, it's whatever. It's kind of like, I thought it was part office work, part field, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, okay. So I came in with, you know, some business casual and everybody in there was like, you know, suit and ties and the women were dressed really, you know, um, uh, professional and I was like oh shit I'm not getting this job. But I I was already there so I can't walk out and I walked into this dude's office and uh he you know I shake his hand and I sit down and he's like uh, do you have a copy of your resume by chance? I was like oh no <laughs> I don't. I didn't know I was supposed to bring one cuz normally they have they have your file in front of them already. He's like why do I need to bring a copy? I of hate my-? when they don't do that. Ah. Uh... Yeah. So I was like yeah, I was like there's no way. I was like in my head, I was like, can we just not waste each other's time of me sitting here for 20 minutes answering questions you don't even – you're not even going to think about after I walk out that door? Let's just shake hands and let me leave, and I'll be like, all right. <laughs> that was not not good. But we still did the charade. You know, you got to do the interview charade. I was like, tell me about your experience. What do you think your best qualities are? What do you think you need to improve on? I was like, oh, God, I, I need to improve on <laughs> – Make my way out this door. <laughs> Let me get out of here, dude. Interviews I've are fun. Had
1: the the worst the worst interview I've ever had was the one where it's like, hey, we're gonna be a solo interview, and then like three minutes later, as soon as you're about to walk into the door, there's like 15 people here, and they're all we're yeah. all interviewing at the same time. I'm like, whatever happened to this? Uh, we're doing the solo. Well, we just want to cut the fat. We want to cut the fat, and we want to see who's the actual. I always get hired by these jobs and I always feel terrible because I'm like, I only got here because I know how to fucking
0: talk. Dude, your seating arrangement kills you with those job with those interviews, too?
1: Yeah, but I finesse the hell out of these people and that's about it. Like, I don't want to be here for any other reason. Like nine times out of 10, I'm only here for a paycheck. And like once I start having a paycheck, I get paid enough to actually be happy to like be okay with like not having enough money or something like that, because at least I have a consistent because I've had it several times where like my friends will be like, hey, I need a I need extra money. Can I take your shift? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Take it. I don't need that money. I just need enough. Right. So sometimes I feel terrible. I'm like, I'm just here for the first paycheck. Like, honestly, (laughs) if I got a second paycheck from you guys, whatever. But like, I'd be happier finding another job somewhere else because right. you just like some of these people really need a job. I can go anywhere and get a job.
0: That's what it is. It's the job. It's not really a career. I've I've had a group interview when I was in college. I wasn't went to this place. I didn't know it was going to be a group interview. I thought I was just coming in for an interview to get a mm-hmm. job. I was like, all I need is money for dog food and gas because that's all I was doing. I was I had Dirk and. I was going to school and I was like, dude, I'll, I'm i good with Maruchan Top Ramen. I just need dog food and gas. So I go to this interview. <clears throat> I didn't know it was going to be a group interview. And all of a sudden, all five of us go in there. And listen, I'm in the fifth seat. So I'm I'm batting fifth. So the guy asks us questions. And the first girl answers. The second guy answers. The third girl answers. And then the, the fourth guy, I think. And then I'm last. And I, my answers were always dog shit because everybody took all the good answers. And this one guy, basically, I don't know why this was a part of the interview. He asked us something. I don't know. This is not verbatim. But he asked us something akin to. I was like, what do you think your purpose in life is? And I was like, whoa, dude. Like, we're, we're 21 oh. years old.
1: <laughs>
0: and this one guy, he's like Samoan, super nice guy. I chatted him up uh, by the water cooler before we all walked into the, the interview. And I was like, this dude's getting the job. Because this dude started talking about his life story. And he's talking about like, well, you know, I'm here uh, and... Uh, my sister is ill and my mom is working and I just want to provide for them because they've given me such a wonderful life. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not getting this job. <laughs> like, I'm not getting this job, dude. I was like, I, if I were me, I the would give that dude that job. Uh, dude, he nailed the interview and he was like the second seat and he had like the best answers. And I was like, this sucks. I am not getting this job. And the- I
1: hate whenever they do group interviews and they all
0: give the every other person a different answer, like a
1: different question to answer. Because once they get to like you, they give you the shittiest question and everyone else got this nice, glorious answer. Like question was like, for example, uh, like let's say there's five people and the first person says, hey, how how do you how did you find this job? Easy. okay, nailed that question. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they get to you, they're like, so tell me, what is your
0: weaknesses? Why didn't you ask those fuckers? (laughs) Right. I was like, yeah. They, they asked us all the same question, but you can only say the same thing so many times. So, so many by, the times. Time, by the time they got to me, I was in the fifth seat. I was the last one. I was like, well, I can't copy everybody else. This is bad. It was bad. But that Samoan guy, I'm for sure, he must have gotten the job. Because, like, how do you not hire that guy with his sob story? And it wasn't a sob story. It was, like, actually a really heartfelt story. But I was like, man, like, this is cheating. <laughs> I was like, I'm just i It just <laughs> But that But dude, that dude's going through it. <laughs> I was like, man. Oh, well, but you know, it's, it's just part of life. You got to go through those interviews. I've gone through bad interviews. I got, you know what? I had one where I really wanted this job. I was like, this would be great because it would, I would not only uh, move from Florida. I was living in Florida at the time, but I kind of moved and the pay was great and the job sounded great. And I had two virtual interviews and then they fly, they flew me out to do an on site interview. And I was like, oh, man, you don't do this for somebody you're not going to hire. So I was ready. I was like starting looking for places and I was like making plans. And then they're like, no. I was like, what? How do you go through two virtual interviews and you fly me out to actually go see the facility, see it, meet everybody in the office, shake hands with my department supervisor and that go sucks. through this whole thing? And then they're like, we're sorry, we're going to go with other candidates. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, how many candidates have you flown in?
1: You know what I hate the most, by the way, when it comes to job interviews and job like searches is that they've discovered they've they've done the math. Do you know that like resume hunters and like job job like seekers or like job people, whatever the word is called, you know, the recruiters recruiters? Yeah, they give you like three seconds to look at your resume. If your resume doesn't catch your attention in three seconds, it's over. And nine times out of ten. That's a resume they grabbed after an AI looked at that resume to see if it's like the job. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I hate I hate resumes, dude. Yeah, because like nobody's reading the resume and then and then people will bitch about like nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to work. Meanwhile, the that person has like 150 resumes that they threw away because.
0: You don't have the AIs right keyword in there, yeah.
1: Didn't have the right keyword in it, and then they were too on. Uh, they're they're not going to be bothered to read anything.
2: Like, are you sure?
0: Are you sure you? It takes a while to build a resume too. Like, you can't just exactly put your high school and college, and that's it. Like, you need some sort of thing in there. The meat. Of What have you done? What's your experience? Luckily, I've been working for a while now. So I have like a pretty solid like just a, a solid base of like this is what I can offer to companies, but it's still difficult A lot of them want all like just random things. It's like that I don't have but it's I always say if you didn't get the job, it's probably not meant to be you know, you'll find something else and that's happened to me before sometimes I would, I would hear things about, like, way later. There was a company that I really wanted to work for because I thought their benefits were great and I thought the pay was, although it was okay, I thought I could work up and, and make more. And then just by chance, I worked with this one guy at a different place and he told me, oh, I just came from that place. That place sucks. <laughs> I was like, oh man, the, from the surface, always. from the exterior, it looks so good. Surface, like, yeah.
1: Man. I, always, I also love how, like, anytime, I go to a job or something like that. I'll hear somebody say this place is going to suck and you're going to hate it. And I'm like. I haven't even gotten the job yet. What do you mean? They're like, you're going to hate it. And I'm like. Well, I'm glad that that's true, but, you know, like I still need the money,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but now I'm going to have the money and be miserable. Thank you. Like. Let me just be miserable five months later when I actually hate this job
0: i've had I've had jobs I've literally stayed at jobs that I didn't like because my coworkers are really cool like that's one thing that'll make a lot of employees stay is if one, if you have a good supervisor and two if you enjoy the people you're working with, you'll tolerate a lot of the work and then the opposite, a lot of times the job will be great, but if you have a bad supervisor and you have bad employees that you're you're spending a lot of time with, that'll make you quit like I've had that before why like I loved my job before, but I had This one supervisor who was directly in charge of me and another guy, and she was so micromanaging. And I was like, I can't handle this every day. Like, I can't have you over my shoulder with a magnifying glass looking at every single letter I write up in this email. It's just, it's, or this report or whatever. It was just exhausting. So by the time five o'clock came around the corner, I was like, man, I felt like I've been here for 12 hours. I ended up leaving that place. And then a pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, good. (laughs) Worked out. Sweet. But job searches, it's, it's, it's rough, especially when you're younger. If you don't have, you don't have like a degree in something specific, like a specific field Mm -hmm. and you still don't really know what you want to do. You just kind of fall into these random jobs, random trades. That's what happened to me. And eventually I kind of just fell in love with one specific trade. And I was like, I could see myself doing this for a while. This is interesting, but not everybody's fortunate. So you just got to kind of look around. You got to shop, be like, okay, let me try this for a while. And then let me try that. And then don't worry about having a lot of experiences because eventually you'll find something. So if you're younger and you're listening to this and you didn't go to college, or if you went to like a two year university like me and you're like, I don't want to do four year and you don't really have a specific passion for a specific trade. Don't worry. You'll find it.
2: It's out there. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that's what's been going on with me outside of my, my darkness retreat <laughs> for a while there. I was just like not doing anything. And I was just thinking that's the worst place to be is when you're just, you're in your own head. Cause it's tough to get out. But I was just like, Oh man, <laughs>
1: dude, you have no idea how many times I've been in my own head.
0: It's brutal. You don't want to, you don't want to get there. You really don't. But sometimes it's good. Cause it, it helps you like figure some things out, especially if you're going through some stuff. But sometimes you don't really know what you're going through and then you're on your own head and it just keeps revolving to, oh man. <laughs> it just keeps getting to that point. It was like, man, <laughs> I don't even know. You know the horse with the ocean where he's just looking at it? He's like, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where it gets to. I was like, I don't even know, man. It's just like, I don't know if I'm sad or if I'm happy. If I'm angry at somebody, I'm just in this weird just vortex of just, <laughs> just darkness and just like, I don't know, dude. This has been weird.
2: Oh, yeah
1: i told you I, I started taking depression medication and i just forget nowadays to take you did? it
0: when'd you start this
1: like two months three months ago last year hmm. and then what's funny is that i just forget to take it and so like every now and then i'll just pick up like i'll just open my mailbox like once a month i'll open my mailbox i'm just like well there's three pills in, like there's three pill boxes in here whoops
0: wait you have a prescription and you don't you don't take your medicine? Wait, I mean, I just
1: forget. I just forget honestly, how do how do you, how do you feel when like, you're not on it? The same as when I'm on it. That's it's just that. Why uh, even take I it though? Because uh, sometimes it does give me like the motivation to not be in bed. Because like I I've gotten to the point where I've there are days where I just can't get out of bed, and I'm just like I'm stuck here. This is my this is my day. It's just me in here in bed, and so like the medication kind of says. You can get off the bed at least, you know. <laughs> Are you sure
0: that's the medication or that's just your will?
1: It's it's I, I guess it's the a little bit of both. Like it gives my will enough to be like just get off the bed. Just get out of the bed. Hmm. It's like I've ha- I I had to take it cuz I've been hating those moments where I'm just like I can't get off this bed cuz this is my life and this is where I'm going to be. <laughs> it sucks, dude. <laughs> Bro, it, I've it, been there. I've been
0: there too. I've been there.
1: It sucks, dude. Like, I, I cannot tell to all the listeners of this stream and to all the listeners of the podcast after when it comes out, I'm letting you know right now, depression sucks, dude. When you're stuck in your bed because all you want to do is just stay in your bed and you don't even have the willpower to get out. Uh
0: You want a, I a little pro tip? It. little pro tip. And this doesn't work for everybody, obviously, but it couldn't help is open the curtains. Like, get rid of any curtains you have. Let the sun in. And then drink water. And then slowly but surely, just inch your way <laughs> out of the bed. Get, get rid of the covers so you're cold. <laughs> Make yourself uncomfortable in the bed. But definitely let light in. Because I think the, if, 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 it's, if it's dark, you're, you're going to not want to leave. So let the light in. Follow oh, the light broken. <laughs> not that way but uh yeah definitely let the let the light i've been there i've been there i i dude when dirk died i was like god i don't know it's like shit (laughs) like what what's the point (laughs) like what's the that's why
1: like it's sad because i'm like i need a cat or a dog in my life but then i'm like when that cat and dog dies if i'm not married if i don't have any like anybody with me, I'm going to go into a dark hole that I can never recover from.
0: That's rough. See, you think, you think you'll never recover from, but eventually with time you do, it's just, it's, it's it different. It just hits a little different when you're used to doing things, especially I had a dog for like, you know, almost 10 years. I'm so accustomed to and used to doing certain things that are accompanied by a dog that now, when I don't do them, it feels, it feels weird, like going to a walk phantom. on nature trails without a dog. I'm like, I feel like a pervert. Like, I'm like, what am I doing out here? Because there's other people and they're looking at me and I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm just out here. Like looking at joggers because it's, I, I feel unnatural because I don't have the dog. Yeah, I don't know.
1: exactly. It's the phantom pain, you know? Yeah.
0: It's, it's weird. And I don't like listening to podcasts on nature trails. Cause the whole point of going out there is listening to nature. So you're just walking, yeah. but I feel out of place. Cause I don't have the dog. It's just, uh, it's weird. I don't know. I've been thinking about that. Now that it's getting a little warmer, I can revisit the nature trails. We we were getting hit with some cold weather here, so.
1: Yeah, I, w- I will say this. If I get a dog, I'd I'd be walking all the time, but then I'd be like, oh, boy, I feel terrible. Well, The thing I, I'd hate is that I'd feel terrible like locking a puppy in a small apartment room and then it waiting for me until I get off work to like, you know,
0: Yeah, eventually they get accustomed to it. Um, I went through that when I kennel trained Dirk, and it takes a little while, but eventually they they become accustomed to your schedule, to your sleeping habits, and then they basically mimic what you do on a daily basis. So if they're used to going on a walk at four o'clock, guess what? They're gonna make you go on a walk at four o'clock. And if they're getting if they're used to eating at seven a.m., they are gonna want to eat at seven a.m. So it definitely helps if you need structure or a schedule. It'll help. Like it, it, it does help. I really did enjoy that part where regardless of what I was doing back when I had Dirk, I could have been single. I could have had a girlfriend. I could have had a different job. I could have had a, a different hobby or whatever. I always had that consistency as okay. I've, I know what I'm doing at the, in these time slots, I just need to wake up at this time. Cause he has to eat. He, I know he needs to go outside. This is when he expects to go to the dog park. And is it, it was nice. It was very nice having that structure. And it just becomes a part of your daily routine. So I'm very pro-pet. I like it. I mean, I don't have one now because my apartment doesn't allow any. But I think I'm probably getting to that point where I would like to adopt another one.
1: You know what I hate about apartments that tell you you can't have... I've, every apartment I've been to, you can't have a pet. I'll go like three steps and like all the neighbors have pets. <laughs> We're just breaking the rules. Motherfucker, right? This neighbor right here is a freaking
0: cat lady. Oh, God. How many cats?
1: I don't know, but I, every day, like every now and then, I'll look out, I uh, look at through the, her window, like while I'm walking by, and I'm like, that's another cat. That's a different cat than the last one I saw. How many are in this house? How many are here? Man,
0: we have a cat lady, but she doesn't bring them inside. We have a bunch of alley cats, they're a bunch of strays, and she feeds oh. them right by the dumpster every day. Yeah, it's, it's annoying because they meow and they, they show up. Hey, I'd rather know.
1: have cats meowing, wake keeping me up, than police sirens every now and then.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, I I
1: don't. I feel terrible every time we're in a podcast or I'm streaming, and then all of a sudden,
2: meow meow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. I live in a power <laughs> <here>. <laughs> I Can't control. Like, Listen, you don't got. You're preaching to a choir. I live in St. Louis, so I hear it a lot. And I think I've just been lucky in the fact that it doesn't the mic doesn't get doesn't pick it up, but it does happen here. Especially in St. Louis, the murder I, I capital of the, the
1: world. Yeah, I was gonna say I hope it doesn't pick up on my uh, my mic, but like, I it's like three o'clock in the morning, and you know it. The moment it's three o'clock, you just look outside, and then all of a sudden, like I don't even have to I don't even have to have that open. Those are gonna turn blue and red, and I'm just like, oh god, damn it, here it comes.
0: <laughs> are you on the Talk first floor me. or second floor?
1: second second one which is even worse yeah because then i have to hear it and look at it yeah
0: the light reflects too off of it's structures exactly oh man yeah we we i've it's been pretty quiet here although the other night i'm pretty Uh-oh. sure I, I heard i heard a guy get his his uh carjacked it was like really early in the morning it was like 4 a.m and a lot of people out here have uh dogs in their backyards so, I, I, this dog is going crazy. He's just barking up a storm and he's normally pretty quiet, but apparently, the reason why he was barking up a storm is because somebody was getting his car jacked. So, all of a sudden, I just hear like a loud thump, like a, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, what was that? And then I made, the dog is barking. And then maybe like 30 seconds later, you just hear a guy just wheeling out, like, nee. I was like, oh, dude, somebody just stole a car. I bet you it's one of those, those Kias or whatever. They're easy to break into.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. that guy. He should
0: have listened to his dog instead of being like, hey.
1: R.I.P. Man.
0: That dude was peeling out. No way they found him. Nope. No way. Why are you going to have a dog outside to warn you that there's going to be a thief if you're not? I mean, this is Missouri. People carry guns. So it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, you're just going to let a guy just steal your, steal your ride? I, you know, that's one thing with car alarms. I don't know what mine sounds like and I don't really want to know what mine sounds like, (laughs) but every time an alarm goes off, I was like, is that me? I don't know. How would I know unless it happened? So I I go to look outside. I was like, oh, it's not my car. So, Mm -hmm. but
1: that's what, that's one of the things that I fear the most is that I I forget to lock my car all the time. And then like Uh one day I had my apartment manager be like, are you going to close your car door? And I was like, what? And like. Ah oh, shit, I forgot to close the door after I got I left HEV. So like
0: Man, you got I'm especially lucky. where you're living.
1: Yeah, and I'm lucky that like my neighbor is one of the people that works at the apartment and he watches out for me. He knows what my car is, he knows where I live, he knows like all this. So like every now and then he'll just be like, Hey bud, something happened or this or that. And like I'll I'm just so forgetful, dude. I'm so forgetful, but like, you gotta be careful. I'm just luckily, I'm just lucky that these guys are vigilant and they'll just be like, Hey man, cause like I've had several days where I just get Hey man, someone was looking at your car.
2: Mm
1: Do you want to just look at it real quick? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. And I go in there and then sure enough, there's homeless dudes looking at it and the door is unlocked. And so I just got to be like, Hey bud, wrong car. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then I got to lock the door as soon as that, that guy walks away. And I got to check the car to see if anybody, anything got stolen. Yeah. Luckily nothing ever does, but you know,
0: man. Yeah. You got to be careful, especially if you live in those certain areas, you got to, you got to watch out. There's a, especially listen, lock your door. Like that's the biggest thing is like that there's a detective. I think I, I heard this on a podcast. There's a detective who he wanted to learn more about serial killers, like what makes them tick and like uh-huh. why did they commit the crimes that they do? So he decided to go to prison where they've locked up a bunch of these ser- serial killers. And the first one that he interviewed, he's trying to get into his head, like, like why, why is he doing it? He's like, how did you choose your victims? He's like, well, I would go to these apartment complexes and I would just try to open the door. And if it was open, then I would kill everybody in there. I was like, so really it's, it's convenience. So lock your door because that could deter somebody (laughs) killing you or not. Uh Eventually he couldn't find like a, a pattern of why serial killers kill people. It's, Mm -hmm. it's too random. They have too many different reasons. Sometimes it's literally because the door was unlocked. Isn't
1: that crazy? Yep. Yep. I, I remember, oh man, this is the most insane thing I think I could ever hear. Was that like when I was in a uh, criminal justice class, they are like, dude, people were looking up this criminal gene, trying to see like what is in a person that causes uh, them to be uh, a villain or what caused them to be, do criminal acts. And then they are like, after years upon years of doing human like experiments on people, they found out people just do shit because they just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that happens with uh, people that steal too. It's like a lot of times why people steal, especially from whatever, like department stores or, or clothing stores or whatever, is because they can. Th- that's a big thing with human nature. If you give somebody the opportunity to do something, they will do it. it it's just a matter mm-hmm. of time. They were actually rooting that all the way. Oh, this is a, one way to end the podcast, I guess. But like <laughs> they were, so if if there is an option, for slavery, people will own slave, and that's been documented throughout the world, like not just America, I hate how. You're, <laughs> I hate how you're
1: so correct about that because like I remember one time I was just randomly like just having a good day at work, and then all of a sudden, all I hear was, "You're such a wonderful person. I'd love to have you as a slave.
0: You don't tell Whoa. that to ra-
1: you don't just say that randomly, dude Who said
0: that? Who said that? Describe it's the
1: a person. I can't. It was, oh, it was man. months ago while man I, was or a, woman? I was a server. It was a man. Ugh, weird. And that was during the time I was at a bar with fucking stripper ass women all over the place. Like you tell me of all the time. He said you make a great slave? Yeah. Wow, that's weird.
0: I could see if a woman told you that, you could be like, okay, she might have been flirting. That could have been I could I could. Twist it to being like she might have been trying to flirt, but she's really bad at it.
1: I can't even twist that. (laughs) And the problem was is that like I'm in a I'm in a Hooters basically. Mm -hmm. There's women like scantily clad all around me, and you say that to me. Okie dokie. I'm literally the all my job is right now is to entertain you and to clean the bartender's like mess. That's it. That's just I'm not even serving you drinks. I've just been saying nice things to you.
0: Older guy, younger guy, and
1: cleaning cups. Oh, older guy. Of course, yeah. Creep. <laughs> <I'm> just like
0: <laughs> lock your door, buddy. Like you probably fall. I, I lived in
1: a different city from that, so like, okay, they ain't coming. There's no way. Yeah, but still, I was just like, oh.
0: Yeah, that's a rule of thumb, though. If if people, that's a human thing. If they have the ability to, they will. Like, so whenever there was a, a time fucking where weirdo. Well, no, especially with slavery. Like, if if slaves were available, people gonna have slaves. Like, that's gonna that's gonna be a thing forever. So, luckily, it's not available anymore. But it's available through other means. Like now, they technically pay you, but we're
1: all still slaves. You know,
0: we're still slaving for a paycheck.
1: Exactly. All right, P.
0: All right, P. Broken.
1: Well, it was a. I got to say, this is a great start to a uh, indeed a new, a new episode.
0: Yeah, this won't be the norm, hopefully, for every single episode. But for this is kind of what I want to do for whenever things break down. We'll pick it up apart, like, you know, just like this, and we'll just start talking about random stuff. And if people like it cool, and if they, if they don't, they can listen to an episode that when it's more structured or, or whatever. So, again, to recap, we're changing things. We're going to be moving a bit from the current daily things that we're talking about and going to be focusing on one specific topic per week. And then also have these kind of random podcasts where we're just talking about what we're doing and, and talking about some stories. And, but yeah, I think, I think it would be a good way to, one, I would like to mature our audience a bit. Cause I found that, you know, we have a pretty young audience and unfortunately I can't cater, cater to, those people anymore because I'm a boomer like I kind of want to talk about boomer things and so that's one thing that I've been thinking about is uh, as much as I like games and fighting games and all that I think I've I want to expand so that's you know something I've been thinking about and two yeah it just gives us more options to do more cool things and timeless content that's what I want timeless listening so if you listen to this three years from now hopefully you get something out of it because I think we have a lot of stuff out there in the archives, especially with FGC Hollywood and Rite Orbis is that if you listen to it like a year from now, you're like, Oh, well, I don't know. That's something that happened and it was bigger at the time, but now I don't really care. So, you know, it's yeah. kind of what I want to do. Hopefully people like it. And if they do cool, they can join us. We have our discord. We have, I don't have Twitter anymore. I have my whole Twitter story and I'll talk about it. I'll probably on a TMP or whatever, but, um, you can still at you on Twitter and at Pringle on Twitter. Can't find me. I mean, you I don't... got
1: added today, actually. I got added by uh, Lossie. Lousy, Yeah. Ban. He got blocked by, uh,
0: by Max, Max uh, yeah.
1: Maximilian. R. R. So, you know what?
0: He joined us. RIPD. <laughs> so, he joined our Discord because he couldn't find me on Twitter. <laughs> so, he was like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: You want to know something fun. Is, and right. I don't know, I was, so I was thinking of keeping my account so there won't be any um, imposters like, of, of trying yeah, to, like, imposters. but I was like, whatever, if there are, I don't care, like, you know, they want to start beef for me, that's fine, <laughs> like, I don't care, but try to put, try to put Max Splicer on Twitter, you'll get an Asian chick, and she's called Splicer Mac, I swear to God, they're already on it, hold on, hold on, everybody listening, if you have Twitter, put in Max Splicer on Twitter, it's an Asian chick, and her Holy name is Splicer Mac. I swear to God when did and she join it,
1: She joined in january two thousand twenty three and it, what the heck is this For, hashtag free gyo?
0: <laughs> bro it's fucked up
1: <laughs> the fuck is this
0: I know so it's it's some sort of
1: box
0: so I'm sure when when my account becomes available because I quit I don't know the beginning of this month, so. They suspend your, not suspend, they deactivate your account for 30 days, and after the 30-day period, your your tag or your at becomes available. I guarantee you somebody's going to take Mac Splicer once it becomes available, and it's going to become some a bot some a bot account or something like that. So, Yeah, weird, right? Yep,
1: weird.
0: So, Splicer Mac, she's out there. She's putting in that work.
1: <laughs> With zero tweets.
0: <laughs> With zero tweets. Selling Bitcoin or whatever. I don't know what she's doing. But...
1: Oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> i'm not even gonna ask Me I'll, I'll never ask yeah
0: but anyway right. uh one last thing next week is our i don't don't think i forgot it's it's the river city girl spoiler cast we didn't forget that so uh we're coming let's, back whoa, to that. we're coming back let's to that go. Uh, and then
1: ne- after that we have to we have another game that we're gonna have to do together which one uh whichever the community who wants.
0: Yeah, that's true. So that's, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. So spoiler casts aren't going anywhere. We're still going to be talking about games since casts are going to be a part of it. If you want to know everything, because I'm really bad at explaining things off the cuff, especially without show notes. If you want to know everything that's been going on, the post on Patreon is public. So you can read everything that I wrote there. If you want to go to our Discord, it's also on there. Or if you just want to join and ask me and I can actually tell you. That's probably better. But that's if you care. If you don't, mm. then just enjoy the ride. We're going to be Ride into the Orbises. Orbia. It's, it's Orbia. What was it? Orbian?
1: It's uh, Orbin Time. Orbius. Orbin Time. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Orbin Time. time. So, um, Orbius. I used to call it Orbius Orbe- too. <laughs> <laughs> Ride to Orbius. <laughs> Ride to Orbius.
0: We're out here. We're coming. But hopefully Pringle can join us on the River City Girls podcast next week. And uh, yeah, we'll update you throughout the way about what we're doing. And yeah, it should be fun. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this new format. And. Hey, if you like it, cool. If you don't, there are plenty of other podcasts out there you can listen to. If you need recommendations, I got some. Mm -hmm. So holler at me.
1: (laughs) And hey, congrats. You just listened to how long have we been streaming? A two hour. Well, well, only about an hour because we had. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've listened to an hour long podcast while playing your video games. Because I know. Don't even try try to pretend that you're just listening to the podcast. You're doing something along, okay?
0: No, who listens to just a podcast? you got to be doing something in the background.
1: Exactly. You're on
0: your phone. You're just swiping left or right on Tinder. She's like, oh, I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't do it, guys.
1: Don't fall for it.
0: Swipe left. Swipe left. She's a bot. (laughs) Bro. Oh, man. She ain't worth it, dog. She ain't. All right, fellas. That's all we have. And ladies, the one lady... That's all we have for y'all. The right point to orbit, ladies. Yeah, the point three, just the the left arm and the boob. <laughs> That's all we got for it's episode fourteen. Goes hard. Yeah, yeah, well, she's out there. She's representing. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode fifteen, River City Girls spoiler cast. Hopefully, Pringle the One is here to join us on that. My name is Max Splicer. That was Broken Wing, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.
1: Peace.